So with that, welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. What's this month? It's not Silent Knife. It's not Old Holy Knife. It's not the knife before Christmas. It's it was it's a wonderful knife. We're walking. We're talking about movies that are stabby and edgy and fun. Yes. Any 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 kind of uh, instrument any edge in which weapon. you can. Yeah. Any edged weapon. Uh, uh, dual wielding edged weapon. I guess. I don't know. And we watched Blade. My pick. Yes. We watched Wesley Snipes Blade. Wesley David Snipes S. Goyer's Blade. Yeah, this movie is a man. You know, this movie propelled the the uh the comic book movie to what it is now, but unfortunately it also propelled David S. Goyer's career to what oh, it is what now. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. Also <laughs> apparently apparently without this movie we wouldn't have the Matrix based on Is that right? I, I mean, that. just based on the motif and everything. This came I mean, out first. He, Alex, not wrong. I was watching it. I had to look up when the Matrix came. I was like, it's ninety nine, right? Because it is yeah. very, very visually like, similar. Everybody, I black Blade. leather, everything. Blade was what ninety eight? Yeah, ninety eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anywho, that's what we watched. We're yeah, all here. Uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. It's a fun movie, but it's 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 a it's it's one of the nice times where it's a fun movie, but there's it's so goofy. There's a but lot it's of dumb stuff. As shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's uh, not good, right. but it is excellent. Well, what hot take all... comic books are kind of dumb. Like, well, just saying. I I mean, we'll get into it, but like, there's a certain level of jank that I wish, like, I wish we still could kind of have fun once in a while, and not in like the Marvel way. And I guess like the the James Gunn stuff comes close to like having yeah silliness again but like i kind of miss stuff that was well, just like it, it's a movie that, that feels like it was written by one dude now that dude might not be the sharpest knife in the drawer like pun intended i guess but like at least it didn't feel like it was written by a, like a spreadsheet yeah it was, so, yeah, it's, i'm by yeah. committee yeah chat gpt presents blade anyway oh uh anyway uh what did you anyway. all watch this week anyway uh gogs I watched two things. Uh, they're uh, pretty similar. Um, I watched uh, Christmas. Uh, so apparently, Tim Allen has a lot of Christmas movies, and I watched one of them. I watched the well, Santa Claus. Snow. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> Santa Claus. That's it's a lot of fun. My biggest problem with the Santa Claus is that uh, all the elves are played by children. I find it off-putting. Uh, I much prefer the movie Elf, where the elves are just played by humans and they're shot so they look small. Not that it's actually children talking like full-blown 1,200-year adults. Uh, yeah, other than weird. that, that's a, that's a weird decision. It's a weird, it's um, a weird one. But like that movie, didn't fun. they turn that into a series somehow? It seems like a premise that would it. not work well. The Santa Clauses, yeah, it's all law-based. Oh, like, there's a yeah, there's three uh, three Santa Claus movies and then two two episodes. Two seasons of a show on Disney Plus. Jesus Christ! Yeah. But the show only comes out around Christmas. The first oh, season was it? actually pretty good. I didn't watch the most recent one that came out this year. Yeah, it's a, but, fun, uh, it's a fun premise to milk. And Tim yeah. Allen loves yeah. Christmas. Yeah, Tim Allen is one of those people that like I can't separate the art from the artist. I find him so like repulsive in real life. I just I can't not think of him and his awful fucking super conservative beliefs. Anytime I see him on screen. Yeah, is outspoken and like Sean yeah. alluded to earlier, he's a huge fucking hypocrite who ratted out all his friends. So it's like there's his fucking morality. Yeah, like I'm fine I mean, with him selling coke, but don't be a snitch. I mean, to be fair, I would rat all of you out. To be fair, I wouldn't. If it would save me 
a minute off of a prison sentence. <laughs> yeah, it just you're, yeah. It's only one minute. You're going to exactly. jail for life. Sans a minute. <laughs> I get out first, right? As long as I get out first. Um, okay. I'm, I'm I'm protecting you guys to the grave. Thanks. I don't know. I was I was I was slugging some hot cocoa and sitting in front of a Christmas tree and just turning my brain off to who Tim Allen is in real life. Because I mean, again, brief, that's the no, that's the normal way to be. I can't help it. I just I'm online too much. For, for an hour and fifty four minutes, he was Santa Claus. Um, but then and, he still loved Marilyn Manson. No, I, I actually that's incorrect. I still love <laughs> Chinatown, I, even though I, was, I cannot. I, I, also, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a much more accurate thing. I actually was never a big Marilyn Manson fan. I, I mean, always thought he was a big piece of shit. I'm thinking of Eric Saxton. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was a big fan. I, I'm a big fan of Eric Saxton, whoever that is. Yeah, I doubt that. But uh, anyway, let's Eric Saxton. <laughs> Eric Saxton broke my nose. Oh, I don't yeah. like him anymore. He yeah, did. I didn't fun. know that. Mm-hmm. Nah. And it was at a Denny's. It was inappropriate. Um, yeah, what the fuck is up Denny's first? <laughs> no, I forget for one what person. preceded that. Okay. No, I get the joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Speaking of uh, uh, big penises dangling oh on my the God. screen in my house, hell yeah, uh, yeah. I end up Can't watching. Wait to see where this is going. I end up watching a movie. I think everyone else hates, but I didn't hate. I watched X. Um, X, the Ty oh, West, Ty West movie. No, yeah, I'm not the a only fan. one. I'm the only one that hates that movie. I I, I also don't, don't like, like it yet. Yeah, I yeah. Most people like it though. It's generally people genu- gener- generally generally like most like of it. the movies he's made. To be honest, I don't. Think I don't know I've if I've seen anything, anything else he had made. made. I don't know if it's what was the little made. hotel one that ended up started out okay and ended up really bad. The innkeepers. The innkeepers. That's yeah. his best movie, and it's still yeah. not very good. Anyway, go ahead, Gogs. That's fine. I didn't mind. You can like, I didn't mind X. I thought it was pretty. You didn't I find it, it was, like terribly derivative of every other. I mean, fucking it's basically slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's very much just like like old person version of uh, Texas Chainsaw. But like, I thought the kills were cool. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I found it interesting. Like, I was like, I, I was with it. Like, I knew what are it you was. Go watch. Are you gonna watch Pearl now? I probably am, and I probably ended yeah. up watching Maxine just to see the whole trilogy and see it through. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that the gentleman who plays the uh, the black porn star was Kid Cuddy. Yeah, so that's fun. And uh, the, the 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 shy girl that was uh, Wednesday the, Adams. The, the, that's Jenny Ortega. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah that, that's not her name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny Ortega. That's correct. Yeah. She was uh, she was the president's daughter in Iron Man Three. An heir to oh, the souls of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> and then the and the the one and the one lady was from uh um oh shoot the song about the movie about singing stuff during college the movie about singing stuff help me out Alec Anna Kendrick no no but she was in that movie what's that movie it's called it's perfect there it is it's perfect yeah mm. Brittany Snow was the young lady who was in that I, you know, yeah Brittany Snow. She's also watched some movie where people cut their eyeballs with razor blades. Fun. Sounds like, and I've, I haven't seen that. Oh, that one sounds like something I would watch. Yeah. Yeah. Unshandalu, the Brunwell <laughs> movie. Second time that's come up this week. <laughs> I remember that's when oh, TJ showed me that one. Years old. <laughs> I was like, this is gross. This movie is super gross. But yeah, no, I didn't hate X. It was uh, also inspired one of the best uh, alternative songs of the nineties. True. What was that? The Baser by the Pixies. 
Huh? He needs uh, bag by Weedus. Nice. Oh my gosh. Also, also that. Yeah, that's a banger. Yeah. Weedus, big Brunwell fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's, that's stuff I watched. You know, two fun, two fun holiday films, Sean. Oh, semi-related. I saved a phone just because it has TJ drunk doing an impression of The Undertaker talking about fucking Louis oh. Brunwell movies. I was just thinking about that time that I called you and told you not to pick up your well, phone. You texted me and said, I'm going to call you. Don't answer the phone. I was already confused because I don't think you've ever used the telephone. Not <laughs> yeah, professionally. No, I, hate I hate the yeah. phone. And then I subsequently did like a five-minute rant about The Undertaker and his brother Kane. That was great. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh. But, I love um, talking like The Undertaker. It's a blast. Uh, real quick, I watched a movie I found laying around called a Tokyo Fist. I don't know where I got that DVD, but it's just at my house. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it's actually yours. But, uh, it's fine. I yeah. have the Blu-ray now. But but you had to watch it in that terrible light. Like, yeah, it's like on a VHS transfer. Inch, it's like a four-inch aspect ratio. It looks yeah, like and I don't think it's it not like... like a, it's not like a the whale situation is totally yeah. unintentional. It, it looks like you're watching it on like a fucking Sega CD. Like you know, remember the the full yeah. video games that are always like, like the Scotty Pippins, like, Windy City Jam, or whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah, had like some fucking borders. Like I, I you, yeah, that you that you make the video CNC Music Factory. What was the I one? Love night, that, I love that movie. Night Stalker. Night, night Trap. Night Trap. I love that movie, yeah. but yeah, that DVD is rough. It's uh, it's ostensibly a boxing movie with probably not enough boxing for gogs, but it's also like a Japanese Tsukamoto movie, so it's about possibly a, a ghost ex-girlfriend and shit. Uh, it's his movies like, and TJ's like a bigger fan of his, like not like saying I dislike him in any way, but I think you're deeper in him than I, like the like, plot of the movies. One of my, he's one of my favorite of, directors. To me, irrelevant. It's just like spectacle for me. Like I just like the way the movies look. Like mm-hmm. there's stuff there. I just think there. it's neat. Yeah, I just think they're neat. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely like his stuff is like, as they say nowadays, vibe. It's a vibe based movie. Like I yeah. feel like he he trades more on like the visual side of things than than like the. Actual, and his movies like, are short, which is yeah, awesome. Uh, I think was it you? It must have been you. Or is your Anthony was talking about one time you went into some bar in Baltimore and they just had uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man on the screen they're playing techno music or some shit. It was and it I was, was, it was me. It was it was at the nine thirty club, and it was I was I went it was a, a KMFDM show and that okay. was the first time that I had seen Tetsuo the Iron Man and I was like to the bartender I'm like what the fuck is this and I bought the tape. Like, the she's like go away, little boy. It cost <laughs> You're me not like, ready for this. The fucking tape cost me like eighty dollars. Did you get it at Suncoast? No, I bought it. I got it. I can't even remember. Right. I think I had to drive to this. There used to be this place up in Frederick called the Wonder Book and Video, and they used to have all the weird. Like they'd have like the weirdest, like discontinued old and like rare VHS tapes. And I, I used to go there all the time. Yeah. And like they had a copy of Eraserhead back in the day, and Ooh. I think they wanted like two hundred bucks for it. It was like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was you gotta remember, like, like back then, like it's not like we had streaming. Like it was no, it. like you know, what you, I mean? you like, either went to nothing. a mall kiosk or Suncoast. If you were lucky, you get a Suncoast. But even then, like the VHSs yeah. were like, and this was I, this was uh, ninety five. So this like, is even pre like DVD, really. Like I'm not proud of this, but I spent fifty five dollars on a VHS of the Venus Wars, which isn't even that good of a movie at a Suncoast no. video. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, trust me, dude. I, I remember uh, when DVD first, like, popped off, I remember 
uh, Alec and uh, Gogs will remember this. We used, there was a like a Fye or something. I don't think I don't know what it was called. It was like a music store in Cranberry Mall, like a record like, traders type deal. No, but I think they were like a wider franchise, but I can't remember what they were called. But it doesn't Sam matter. Goody, Maxi. No, West. it wasn't uh, like yeah, that. They went, went through like several names. Yeah, just kept that's the other thing too. Alex, most. right? Like record they changed, town. They, they changed names. Okay, like, maybe it was record could, town. Yeah, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But they had yeah. a small like foreign section. And they had, I bought a copy of A Better Tomorrow 2 on DVD for $70. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, my all-time, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap up one thing, because uh, my all-time purchase, I bought a, a Japanese import of King of Fighters 2001 for Dreamcast at Power Gamer in Glen Burnie Mall banging. for $135. <laughs> Banger of a game. So before, before, oh, yeah. TJ, before it was FYE, it mm-hmm. was called Camelot Music. Holy shit. And, oh, they had music. books, too, I think. Yeah. It was like Camelot that, movie, was in music and yeah. books. Yeah. They had, like, everything. It was weird. It was kind of like a, kind of like a, like what borders would kind of be for a little while. But now they're all gone. It's it's crazy. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm watching, and I'll wrap this up real quick. I, I'm watching Tokyo Fist, and I'm thinking about Blade. You've seen and Tokyo talk, Fist before, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I've talked about it on the show, I believe, before. Okay. Um and it's like, I, DC movies have always been bad, so I don't want to pick on Marvel specifically, but at least they made good movies mostly for a while. Like, sure. they're at the point now where it's like, why don't you give, a, like, Sukumoto a Dark Hawk movie? Give him eight million bucks. Do the, uh, yeah, uh, what's the Blumhouse method. You know what I mean? Just peel off some weird property. Give somebody a fucking Sleepwalker movie so Alec will finally die happy. Like, oh my God. <laughs> something. You know what I mean? I like, something. I I haven't bought that Sleepwalker toy I keep seeing at Big Lots. Oh, yeah. Ollie's, 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 yeah. Bargain basement it's Ollie's, bro. It's, it's not going to get any bargainer. You need to get it. So <laughs> the, the end cap that I sent you, those pictures of Darwin yeah. and Sleepwalker. There's also like 500 copies of uh, the guy from Eternals, uh, the main guy. There's like no, five hundred on what is something like that though, Icarus? right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah Icarus. Yeah. Like five hundred of him, and then like these two random Age of Apocalypse Cyclopses. And it's that was Age a wild outfit. There. Oh my god! Yeah, the one eye Cyclops. Like, like you couldn't tell if it didn't have it on there. It's, it's Age of Apocalypse. We need another cable, but make him next man. What do you want to name him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> God damn that story. That's like the best crossover like ever though. It's so good. Oh, it was so great. Sugar Man's still horrifying. But anyway, like that that's my big thing. It's like I see, you know, the the fucking what they're talking about with the next slate of Marvel movies and like I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's just like I'm so like disinterested and it's sad because I used to be interested in those movies and now it's like I don't give a fuck. I mean I think what's but, gonna help a little bit is next year all you're getting Marvel wise is Deadpool three. So I think like taking a year where you're only getting one movie will be good. You know, they're really only doing break. one movie? Yep. That's it. Wow. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't even know if I but care about that at this point. I will say that I'm a little irritated. I mean, I've talked about this a million times on the show. I feel like everything about Deadpool 3, I already know about. And it's like, can I just be surprised, like, for one goddamn thing? And I'm not even actively looking for this information. It's just fed, you know what I mean? It's just on yeah. feeds. And it's like, God damn Well, that's, that's the problem. <clears throat> that nothing is, like, says spoiler anymore. 
It's just right. like yeah. you scroll on TikTok and like it opens up and it's literally a shot of uh, Hugh Jackman in the classic Wolverine suit. It's like, well, shit. Yeah, or I, again, I'm not even gonna say what I saw yesterday, and it's like, man, that'd have been really cool to be surprised by. Like, well, I text me what I'm it with, is. I'm with Sean. I'm with Sean. Where you like the movie's still gonna be the movie, like no matter what, like good or bad. But like, it would just be nice to be like, oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I just, I don't know. Like I, the I'm, last I'm, time, the last time it happened was in Endgame, and yeah. really, like, only with Cap grabbing the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. That and, was a hell yeah. of a moment, though. It was it awesome. Was. And that was great. And I'm glad they didn't leak it. And it was fun. And even, like, even, I mean, I feel like Tony dying in the end of the second one, that was surprising, and that didn't get leaked. And that was like, okay, like, that's yeah. the poignant way to end the thing. And That's, that's the know. movie without any stakes, right? Or is that the one before that? The first the one has the, no stakes. The, the, one where, stakes. the one where everybody dies <laughs> has no stakes. Well, you know what? Gogs turned out to be pretty much on the bang on with that yeah, one in no retrospect. You know that all coming back. Yeah, it's a comic. I moment. wouldn't be we're shocked. Not, we're not, if, we're not yeah. relitigating this this <laughs> argument. I stand by my comment. But it has in universe stakes. You know what? Team Gogs now. Uh, I'm I'm there. Yeah. All right. Uh, else? Uh, I'm going to pass else? the mic to Alec. Uh, I only watched one movie. It was one uh, movie. My amazing, incredible wife, Stacy, who is the greatest person I've ever met on Earth. They, they um, should really chop that title you, down. I thought, you got called a, her, I thought you called her your white. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's not white. Factually I incorrect. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I but anyway, it's like what? The, the only, if you're half, you only get to be like the darker half. Like that's the rules. Like you know that. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I mean, like yeah, I can't even. That. I, I, I can't even put on a. I, I'm not. I'm legally constrained from putting white on a sentence form because it says white parentheses non-Hispanic. Like real. They're like real aggro about it. Oh yeah. Uh, Anyway, sorry. sorry. I, didn't know the, I didn't know the opposite of white was Hispanic. It is. <laughs> Apparently. Um, uh, she, she, got, uh, she got preview tickets, and we went and saw the new Amazon movie, Candy Cane Lane. The new oh, Amazon, Amazon movie. We got to see it in the theater last week for free. That's awesome. Um, and I, I, it was really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, What's it about? Uh, candy Canes and Lanes. Ooh. Uh, it's kind of it reminded me of a couple other movies. Like it's 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 a Christmas movie. There's only so many Christmas stories they can tell, and all yeah. most of them are retellings of old Christmas stories. Anyway, um, Eddie Murphy is a sales rep with a family. He loses his job. Like he gets like laid off like a day before Christmas. Like anybody ever does that. Um. So then there's a contest on a street. They uh, have a big contest every year for house decorating. And this year, somebody put up $100,000 as the prize for whoever wins. So he starts going nuts for that. And then itself would have been a decent enough movie, just him becoming more and more unhinged trying to win this contest. But they also introduce like a mystical aspect um, where he randomly comes across this store like in the middle of nowhere in an underpass called like Kringles that has all these like crazy insane decorations that are super lifelike and he uh basically sells his soul he signs the receipt and that's selling his soul to them oh. to get the decorations for his house okay. um 
It's I like, like the, the dark twist for a Christmas movie. <laughs> is it like, yeah, <laughs> it is. And if he doesn't, and if he doesn't get a, do whatever task it is he has to do, he becomes a, like an ornament. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. What a um, I, I, I maybe he's Paul. Like, what are we doing with here? You know, maybe, was, uh, like, I thought it was really, it's really fun. Um, it's directed shit. Oh, God, while I'm talking, look up who directed it and look at the other stuff he's directed. Roger that. It's called Candy Cane Lane. Yep. Um, it's got Eddie Murphy. It's got Tracy. Oh, the light skin girl that's yeah, in all the movies. Tracy, yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, they're really, Ross. they're really good in it. Ross is good. Uh, Ted Marino plays the neighbor yeah. across the street. He's really funny. Oh, speaking of big penis. Um, <laughs> Jillian, I, can't, I always forget her last name, plays like the bad guy. Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell. I, I think she's really funny. She plays the villain, and she's really good in it. Uh, David Allen Greer plays Santa, and he's awesome. Oh, I love him. He's great. Yeah, he Jillian Bell. And he looks... Uh, Who? Jillian from Workaholics. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, It was a lot of fun. It's got a... Uh, Fun soundtrack and overall, it's uh, it's pretty good. I don't know, like mileage may vary because I know Christmas movies aren't everybody on this podcast jam, and it's very Christmas centric. But I think everybody would get a little, at least a little bit of enjoyment fun. out of it. Yeah, and it yeah. sounds it, it sounds different and weird, like which I appreciate. Yeah, it is, and, and the, like I, I I had seen like little trailers because uh, watching the Thursday night games. Yeah. On Amazon, the little trail, like 30 second trailer shows up. And like, I didn't quite get the concept from that, that it was like this weird mystical, like Santa Claus lore part of it too. But it's uh, pretty good. So you want to hear the other things this guy directed? So. Chandelou. He directed a bunch of crazy, he's got like a fairly crazy career. House Party? Boomerang. Is it Gary Anthony Williams? No, his name is, uh, Reginald Hudland. Oh yeah, he wrote uh he wrote a bunch of Black Panther comics. He was, was say, like a, he, a he was an executive like yeah, he was yeah. an executive like BET. The Great White House his name. Oh, I didn't ladies know man. Yeah. Uh and he also did uh he did a bunch of TV and he did uh Marshall which we watched on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. And yeah. he wrote he wrote some Moon Knight comics too if I remember yeah. correctly that were really Also good. a little weird for a black guy or did he write it or did he just direct it? Right, wait, uh, what? The Christmas movie, the one we're talking about right now. He just directed it. I was going to say, because the idea of, like, turning a black dude into a lawn ornament seems a little (laughs) icy. It was written by a very, very white man wrote it. Not a a very white guy. Like a Christmas ornament. A Christmas ornament. Yeah, but I thought it was a contest for decorating the inside of the house or the outside. Oh, the outside. Okay, I guess I guess I guess see where you'd make that jump. But you go get turned into like a tree ornament. Sorry, sorry, I got oh, too woke. Black people turned into tree ornaments is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. Um, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the fancy uh, candy cane lane. Okay, thank goodness. But I think it's it's a, it's a fun movie. I think uh, everybody everybody on the show get at least some mileage out of it. Do you think it'll um, be better yeah. than Beverly Hills Cop Four? A million percent. Like, there's zero <laughs> I mean, shit. If it was worse than Beverly Hills Cop 4, I would be shocked. 
it, it's always nice to have like a weird outsider Christmas movie because like my family, you know, I guess a lot of families probably do this like post like Christmas morning stuff. They always want to put on Christmas movies, so it'd be interesting to watch something that. You haven't seen eight thousand times. Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend's like, oh, do you want to watch a Christmas story? Is like, is something new going to happen? Because I think we've all seen it enough. I'll I'll put it out there. I'm getting tired of Die Hard now because of the whole like Die Hard is a Christmas movie has become such a normie thing now. Like I'm over it. It is it is turned into the uh, electric boogaloo joke of it's just like okay, like we get it. Yeah, I'm not letting no one's gonna ruin it for me. I watch it every Christmas Eve. I do not watch uh, watch Batman uh, Returns. That's a that's a good that's a good idea. How have the Die Hard sequels not retroactively ruined Die Hard for you like the Terminator sequels did? Uh, I love Terminator One. Okay, you're still down with Terminator. Hell, hell yeah! Terminator is a great movie. You don't like Terminator Two? I mean, I'm one of those weirdos that prefers Terminator One, but like, it's wild. Just be like, I'm I'm done with Terminator Two because that movie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, three undid everything, made two useless. Uh, anything Um, else, Mister Alec? No, I watched. Uh, I'm almost, I can't take any more of Gox's crazy takes. It's gonna. <laughs> I'm almost done. Uh, Gen V. Ah, so it. far that show is excellent. They uh, did you see the trailer they dropped for the next season of The Boys? Was it just the one where they're all in the? Uh, the boys are in the seventh outfits. No, this was one where it starts out with like the back of Homelander's head, and they show uh. Oh, it's like, guy, I, you know, I did, I did see. What's that I guy's name? That. He played the comedian, and he played Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He has a so three he, name. He, he's in it. Who? And like, it looks. He's I mean, in like be good. every. He's in like every. I. I it's, I'm sure it's going to be good. Is Jensen Hackles coming back? Because that guy was awesome in the third I, one. I think he is. I think so. Yeah. I think they're alluding to him that he like wasn't fully powered in the third one, so he's coming back, and he's going to be like. That guy Uber. was great. Well, yeah, like, he rules. What, like, I wonder if he's always been that good in everything. Because, like, That's, I, yeah. I, I have no desire to watch Supernatural. But I know he still don't. Huge, still like, don't. No, no, he won't. He was good in, in uh, Under the Red Hood. He did the voice of the Red Hood, which is, like, the second or third oh, best Batman movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, ho- I, I love the boys, and I think it's really good. But they need to wrap it up at some point. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, like this them, will be the last versus, season. Like them versus Homelander. Like I don't know how much more mileage they're going to get because it already kind of feels a little repetitive. Yeah, yeah. And the build is yeah. enough. Nah. It's good enough. It's good enough though that I don't care. But Gen V's, I, I like Gen V a lot. Yeah. Um, it's said it's like a. I don't know. I don't think there's a book about it. I think it's just a straight up spinoff. Yeah. From the show, but it's set like at a college. It's a college yeah, it's, for like superheroes. For people they like, never they have really, like. There's like what is? They so have like, like a, they have like different G-Man? majors and stuff. Like you go into like crime fighting is your major, or like <laughs> the arts, or like all kind of like I guess just like real life. But like yeah. then they get ranked, and the higher they get ranked, the more potential they have to be like selected by a super team. Um. Everybody, everybody in it's uh, really good. Tech Knight, they oh, introduced uh, Tech Knight in it, and he's really. Funny. Oh, is he fucking? Oh. Is he still fucking everything? Is that the? He is. Yeah, he's like inanimate objects, like everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, like, the... Tech Knight is the highlight of the book. Where he, yeah, it, if, gentlemen, book, if it's it... got a hole, 
I can fuck it. I mean, the best is how he dies, where he's like, doesn't he like try to fuck the moon or something? No, he tries to. It's like an asteroid. asteroid. (laughs) Yeah, that's gonna hit the Earth, so they can throw. He needs to fuck it so they can deliver a bomb into it. Like what I was saying is, is that Gen V seems to be giving all the like heroes like actual character beats, whereas like the the comic was never really concerned with giving the superheroes were just like dumb idiots. Like they were always. I think me and you probably like Garth Ennis more than most people, but it's like, we get it. You don't think superhero books are good. Like, in general, it just kind of got, like, especially by then, it's like, okay, I'm done with this now. I mean, I really like that comic a lot. And it was, and like, like, it felt like the boys' comic book ended perfectly. Like, it didn't, let like, overstay its welcome. It was like 65 issues, and then that was it. And it was like, it was, I don't know, I thought, I thought it ended perfectly. It's like one of the few, actually, Garth Ennis is really good at endings because Preacher ended perfectly too. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anything else, Mr. Alex or? No, not that I can think of. I'm pretty sure that's, uh, that's it. Is that, is everybody gone? Or TJ, do you have to go? I have yet to go. Uh, I watched one thing and one TV thing I want to talk about briefly, but the one uh, movie thing that I watched was, uh, Godzilla minus one. Oh, you oh, saw yeah. that? Uh, I saw it. Um, sorry, Gogs. I was going to text you, and I was like, eh, he's probably doing something. Fair enough. Were you doing something? <laughs> Only one way you could have found out. I know. I should have texted you. I'm sorry. That's right. It was like a last-minute last decision. I was like, I guess I'll go. But anyway, sorry. He was watching um, big, he was too busy watching big dicks on his wall. <laughs> I was. Um, Not you. God. It, it, I was also watching big dicks on my phone. Uh, they're always – they're omnipresent. Uh, it's great. It's a really, really good movie. And not only is it a good, like, Godzilla movie, it's actually, like, a good movie. Like, huh. it's funny. I watched the TikTok uh, last night where this guy's like, you know, the best part about the movie is that, like, it's all Godzilla action and, like, the character, the human characters are barely in it. I'm like, did you watch this good. fucking movie? <laughs> like, what? Like, first of all, Godzilla is in it as much as he needs to be, but like, it's about, it has like a plot, like it's about something like, and I, what I, what I like about it is, and I, you know, I think that the thing that, that makes all like good, good Godzilla movies and not like, not, I shouldn't say that. I, ones that make you think like, like Shin Godzilla and the original right. and fucking this one is not like final what, wars, which is awesome, but in a totally different I, way. I'm going to say, I love, nobody loves the millennium era Godzilla movies more than me. Cause they're fucking insane. But no, like this movie is about like post-war Japan dealing with like the grief of like literally a dying nation or like a nation that is so devastated. Like, where do you go from there? Like the, the main character is a kamikaze pilot who on his day of, you know, reckoning or whatever you want to call it, the day that his number was up, he kept, he chickened out and said his plane didn't work. So he had to go. He, he didn't go on his mission. And it's about the, the it's about him basically like dealing with like PTSD and like being a coward and it's kind of fascinating. And then like he befriends, two more survivors of the war. Like he comes back to his house, his hometown and it's literally just rubble. And maybe this is a little reaching, but like dealing with a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world right now, like watching people go back to nothing that's just been obliterated. You know what I mean? It, it, it definitely brought up some stuff, you know, the, the dealing with current situations now and like, how do you go back to that? How do you live? 
And he, Godzilla is the IDF. I mean, no, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, Godzilla. Godzilla makes sense. Godzilla is isn't cruel and malicious. Godzilla is just a monster. Uh, but anyway, um, Benjamin Denzilla. Um, but anyway, so he he finds he finds he basically makes a family. He makes Thank he, you. He basically basically makes a family out of these two other survivors and then kind of builds his life back up again. And then it, the movie kind of turns into jaws a little bit like with Godzilla, like, cause they know he's coming and he shows up earlier in the film, but then it's about him. Like Godzilla basically uh, gets like powered up more or less and turns into an even bigger monster. And then he's about to hit landfall. And I don't know, man, I don't want to give the whole movie away, but it's fucking great. And like the way Anno make it too. Or no? No, he had nothing to do with this one. Uh, um, but the scenes of destruction are so well done, and the sound design is so well done. And they made this movie on, like, $15 million, and it looks incredible. Like, Godzilla looks great. The designs, the the, the new Godzilla design is, you know, it's it's new, but it's still got a lot of the hallmarks of, like, your classic Godzilla and again, like the special effects are wonderful. Like they don't look janky at all. And like when he blows up the city and is like stomping through Tokyo, I mean, it looks fucking wonderful. The music so is how's, great. Uh, how's King Kong in it? He is. He hmm. is nowhere to be found. Thank God. Um, this, oh, I thought you were talking about the Godzilla Kong movie. <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> no. Is this this is this like a prequel to Shin Godzilla? Or is it the same? No, it has nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. I think they don't How's ever Alex, make is Aaron Taylor Johnson in it? No. No, no. Uh they they don't ever make reference to like why the title is minus one, but if I had to guess, it's kind of like basically telling you this is a like soft remake of Godzilla. The, oh, the because it would one. be before the first one, right? Right. Like World War Two, like the first one takes place in the fifties. I know it was made in the fifties, but it takes that, place in like Present that, day, right? You're, you're, that's correct. Yeah, okay. that's correct. So this takes place like immediately after World War Two. Okay. Um, so rank the three best Godzilla movies. So that's Shin Godzilla, I guess this one probably, and uh, the original. Does it go Shin original this one, or do you have any surprises? Uh, no, I would say Shin Shin this one and the original. Ooh. I mean, I do love. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have to think about it. I mean, there's like 50 Godzilla movies, but I mean, I I do like. You brought up the Millennium Era stuff, and yeah. I do. Like, I love those movies a lot. Yeah, I mean, I love any movie with Don Severn in it, but, like, you know, or Dan Severn, but... Or no, what about, uh, what about 98? Uh, the, so I hate that movie. It's horrible. It's funny, because I've seen every, I've seen every fucking Godzilla movie. That movie, movie. had the best cups about, out of all of them, though. I was thinking about that on the way home. I'm like, I've seen that, every that movie single the, Godzilla movie. That movie had the best, uh, Puff Daddy slash... Yes, me again. Um, but yeah, I can't recommend uh Godzilla minus one enough. I will say, uh, so uh, this sidebar, I I went to the the theater in Columbia, Snowden Square. It's now a, a Cinemark. It's not a Regal anymore. And is Regal I didn't gone? Know I, I didn't Regal maybe, doesn't exist anymore. Maybe I I didn't know this when I bought the tickets, but they're doing this thing. And I, I noticed it as I walked in the theater and it's called, it was called the box. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So it was terrible. It's a horrible idea. So what they do is only during certain scenes, 
they project the whole screen on both walls. So it's like it's supposed what? to be this like kind, some kind of, of like panopticon thing. It, yeah, but it looks terrible and like it doesn't really work because the both sides of the walls are just because obviously the movie's not really meant to be shot in that way. So it's just blurry yeah. on both sides. I was like, this is a terrible idea. It's really stupid. It's like this is how a goat sees movies. Yeah, and also like somebody brought their little kids and a baby to this movie and it's subtitled. I'm like, why? Why did you? Do Maybe that? the baby's I, Japanese. Possibly. Anyway, this is it's great. It's a fucking great movie. It's all it, it's it's a nine. It, there's one thing that happens at the end that I think is really cheesy and I could have done without, and that's the only thing that keeps it from being perfect. But it's it's a great movie. Does I can't John Renault pop in and go, "What did you see, old man?" Is that no what the, character, the, problem? the character that that oh, should be dead that that should be dead and makes no sense that she's not dead comes back and you're like, "Uh, what? That that's so fucking stupid." But whatever. It's what it's it's a very crowd pleasery ending, but it's fine. It's a great movie, and honestly, it's like one of my favorite movies of the year. Like I loved it. Like not just as a Godzilla movie, like as like a movie movie. I thought it was great. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is I watched every episode so far. They're only up to episode like four of the new Nathan Fielder, Benny Safdie, uh, Alan Stone oh, project. That? I was really yeah. interested. I was interested. I in love it. I think it's incredible. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I don't know if everybody's going to feel the same way I do. Cause I love weird ass, like awkward shit. Does it lean more towards Safety or more towards Fielder as far as weirdness? Uh, Fielder. Fielder. Because Nathan Fielder directs it and he co-wrote it with Benny Safty. But it's like it's like weird, like almost like it bordering on like lynchy weird at times. Like it's a very strange show. Also, um one of the one of the big jokes of the first episode is that Nathan Fielder has like an incredibly small penis and you see it and it's like <laughs> the first time when you see it, they don't make a big deal. Out of it, and you're like, Oh my God, is that really his penis? <laughs> Cause it's like, I mean, it is small. <laughs> and then like, uh, I think it's Corbin Burnson plays Emma Stone's dad. And he's like ha- talking to him about like, He's talking, first of all, it's, it's a great scene because he's talking to him about these tomatoes that he keeps feeding Nathan. And then he's like, you know what I do with them is the secret is pissing on them. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And then like, he's like, oh, time to drain the lizard. And he pulls out his like fucking inch long dick and starts pissing on the fucking <laughs> the tomatoes. It's a great scene. And he's like, he keeps calling. He, he's like, he's trying to give like Nathan like a pep talk about life. And he's like, he keeps calling the two of them the Cherry Tomato Boys. <laughs> Just like the fuck, I don't know. I loved it. It's it is odd. I mean, it is an odd show, and it's awkward, and it's it's just I don't know. It, it's a very it's kind of a slow burn, but I am all for it. Like, and it's it's just very weirdness of it. And Nathan Fielder, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised because I mean he's playing a character every time you see him, right? But like he's a good actor in this show. Like I feel like. I was kind of surprised at him being like a good actor, but I feel like I don't really know what the real Nathan Fielder is like anyway. You know what I mean? Like as, as much as Nathan for you is supposed to be him and the other show that he did on, um, oh, that show rehearsal. Called the rehearsal, like that's supposed to be him <laughs> too, but I imagine that that's a character. You know what I mean? I bet like, I wonder what the re- he's kind of like a, um, like a Sasha Baron Cohen, where like I don't like he, I don't know if he's ever done like an interview ads like or like a Tim Heidecker. 
Or well, yeah. Well, he Tim's kind of taking down the mask a lot, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I really liked it. And for you guys, uh, oh, I one last thing about the show that that kind of ticked me off. So like all the advertisements for the curse is like streaming on Showtime and Paramount Plus. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I don't have Showtime, but I have Paramount Plus. So you go to it on Paramount Plus, and it's like, oh, you, you gotta, gotta subscribe the fucking show. It's like, god damn it. Anyway, it's on the Plex. You guys can, it's on the Plex. Ugh. Anyway, uh, that's I, all I want. I saw the Scott Pilger was on there, too. I gotta check that oh, out. Oh, you should check. I think you'll love it, dude. It was great. I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> Quick sidebar. Sean, are you watching the basketball? Yeah, I've been watching the basketball. <laughs> I don't understand the point Just one, of this. one basketball. I don't understand the point of this in-season they, tournament. Cause, like, because uh, Adam Silver loves soccer and they do that shit in soccer all the time. But, but like, these, yeah. these courts are the dopest things I've ever seen. In my I life. fucking love the courts. I thought you were, I was about to be really sad that you didn't like them. They're fucking They're awesome. So fucking cool. Like the NBA was... does cool shit. Like they, they always have like, they do so much better with like their city connect jerseys and like oh, yeah. their alternate and shit. Have, and, like, each team has like 50 of them. Yeah. Like, there's not a better jersey in sports than the Miami Heat, Miami Vice jerseys. Like, oh, oh yeah, that shit. So good. Good. Yeah, but, I forget um, what game was on TV. I was at a bar, and I thought I was going, like, I thought I was going, like, colorblind because the way the, <laughs> the court looked. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why does it look like that? I was like, it, it really fucked me up. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, like, I mean, it's cool. These, when they were doing in-season game or tournament games and non-tournament games, were they switching the courts out every time? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's wild, right? I guess they they must yeah. be able to pick them up and put them down pretty. Oh, yeah, quick, I know but it's, some some of them have to be able to because they play oh, they play like hockey in the same places. Yeah. Some of these places don't have hockey teams. Like no. they're probably used to leaving that court there all year long. Well, well, the dope thing is it's like it gets you interested in basketball before Christmas. You know what I mean? Because like you know anybody that's a fan of a sport like besides football where it's a fucking like six month season. Sometimes it's hard to get super invested early in the season. But with this, yeah. it's fun. Like, you know, I enjoy it. The play-in is fun. Like, it seems like they keep making shit to make the game more watchable. And, like, the NFL, like, every time they change a rule, it's like, oh, it sucks worse now. This has been, like, one of the worst football seasons I've ever watched in my entire life. A lot of bad. Yeah. Oh, they got a – NFL needs to figure out how to fix the refs. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing. Because you got, like, 70-year-old men trying to run down the field with – the best athletes on earth. Like, did you, all see, that, did you, you all see that line judge get his fucking leg broke yesterday? I, <laughs> yeah, I it was dope. Up. Oh, it's, God, it's, it's so like gross. a cop almost. Um, <laughs> it's like, could you, I texted TJ just the fucking screenshot. I was like, could you imagine going to that six to not their six to three Patriots Chargers game? Like, fucking miss me with this whole thing. Yeah, that's miserable. Anyway, uh, anyway, I pro the NBA in season tournament. Yeah. Is there a point? Is there not not a point? Does, it, does like the winner get anything? Like do they like they, a, get, they get money? They, I mean that's a good. I mean that's a good reward. Well, like I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but Dame Lillard was actually making good points. Like there's a lot of these guys on like two ways and like the bottom of the bench. Like this, you're talking about a shitload of money for them. Yeah, they, that's they, true. They, like Jason Tatum doesn't mean shit too, but no. the twelfth guy on the bench it might mean. Yeah, and they're kicking happening. around the idea the idea of uh whoever wins the tournament would be like automatically entered into the playoffs like no no less than like the eighth oh seed or God. the seventh seed or something. How great Could you would imagine? that be if you get like a team that wins this and then tanks? Oh yeah. 
makes the playoffs, but they're like 20 and 60. They're also kicking around the idea of doing a postseason tournament with the playoffs with like the bottom eight teams where it's like, okay, uh, to whoever wins gets the number one pick. We're not going to do this fucking tanking for the lottery and shit. Oh, like, that's a fun so, idea. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. NBA's anyway. going to have tournaments all year round. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. That was an actual rap song. Yep. song yeah. The Curtis Blow. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> like, and they paid him for that. Uh, anyway, back when rap was good. Um, well, bars. <laughs> Someone listened to that in like 1986 and like, fuck yeah. Someone lost their mind. Someone's like, hell yeah. And I'm sure he was dressed up like Rob Halford when he was doing the song too. <laughs> he just starts like. Someone just starts fucking roboting out of nowhere. Like, I can't. This is insane. Gogs. Yeah. What happened in Blade? Wow. This is like such a quintessential Gogs movie for some what, reason. I don't what know didn't happen in Blade? Uh, you know, for all that happened in Blade, there are quite a few scenes that just do nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like most of them. There's a lot of stop and restart. There's a lot of there's a lot of cat and mouse. Like we're fighting Deacon Frost. Now we're going back to the base. We're fighting Deacon Frost. We're going back to the base. Uh, do, but then uh, you'll you'll never be a pure blood has lived rent free in my head for like thirty years now. Yeah, shout out Udu Kier. Um, <laughs> Dude, so, Udu Kier rocks. I'm not mad at Udu Kier. Uh, Dude, he rocks. I love him. He's great. So anywho, uh, movie opens to a woman getting her neck bit. Uh, in a hospital, and they're like, "Oh snap, she's pregnant." Very much so. Uh, she's dying of neck blood. So let's get her. Uh, let's get this baby out of her with this. As you do. Dying of neck blood. <laughs> so they. Uh, it, start, it starts where all good movies do at the main character's literal birth. His literal birth in like 1968, uh, and then yeah, this uh, is basically Forrest Gump. Yeah. So then, so then they take they take they they rip baby blade out of her, and then uh, he gets to stare longingly at her through ambiotic fluid because later he's going to reflect on this. This becomes a core memory in baby blade's head when he gets reunited with her. Spoiler alert! Um, and then it jumps to present day, which is 1998 because no one has cell phones, uh, and um, we are, uh, Tracy Lords is taking a guy around town to go Looks to. Looks great, by the way. Tracy she does. She looks tremendous. I remember this scene so hard, but I forgot that it happens right at the beginning. For some reason, yeah. I thought this was like, like, at least halfway through the movie. No, this is like, so I'm just going to say this, like, real quick before we get into it. My first viewing of Blade, I think, was in like 2000 and something. It wow. was at the Owings Mills hmm. movie theater. And they had just opened the Owings. Whatever that. How long is this in the fucking movies? No, here's the thing. Oh. Okay. Whenever, whenever they, when they opened that theater, they were just like, "These are the movies we have sitting around. This is what we're going to show this weekend." Like, it was just, oh, it was like a soft opening, and like, like I don't know, Alec, I don't know if you was was a bunch of us were like, "Well, let's go see uh, Blade." I've not, never seen Blade. Me. And I remember I, sitting there going, "I have no idea what this is about." And then when we get to Bloodbath Rave, I was like, "Oh, this is a lot of fun." So, uh. I, I saw the movie right down the street from that. I saw it in, I don't even think the theater exists anymore. It's in Pikesville on 140. And I saw it when in a ruckus, like 
all black crowd <laughs> and they oh, were way way down there at that uh you know what i'm talking about Alec? Uh, i don't think it's the there Rice anymore road mall right yes. it's still it's there the yeah. no movie like down like anymore, but it... cold spring like down that far no not quite that far it not, like, not like park them. heights okay yeah past it's, like, on the line park yeah. heights avenue yeah i saw it way down there and, and that um, is a neighborhood that's for sure they were that crowd was on fire for this movie. I mean, it was awesome. Well, it it's like so... it's you know it's it's kind of striking to see like such a like like very black movie, like it's, mainstream. Yeah. You know, it's and, awesome. and by very yeah. black, I mean there's two black characters in it. But you know what I'm saying for like the era. Well, yeah, right. but like it's cool. Like it, it it's cool to to have. I mean, I was gonna bring that up yeah. later, but like it is kind of cool that that like the fucking progenitor of like everything comic book started from like a very like black movie and then you know part of the reason this movie was probably greenlit with like not the biggest budget is like oh whatever we'll just put this you know what i mean like yeah this is definitely this, was like this will be a fun bet you it came out in february i think it did i, I it actually is. think it did um but anyway uh so going back to the movie this guy that's on a date with uh with uh tracy uh lords now granted i would be the same way but like this guy has the funniest reactions so she takes me to a slaughterhouse and like I, you know, he just he sees the music. What's that? What the hell is that? Like he didn't like you've never seen like a like a cow carcass. Like I don't know. No, 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 no. That's not what he's reacting to. Oh, I'm what sorry. Reacting Are you to sure? is, yes, I'm 100 percent sure. What he's reacting to is a whole bunch of human bodies that are getting wheeled by at some point in the slaughterhouse. Oh, I and that makes that. him do a double take. I missed that completely. Yeah, no, but he's but he's thinking with his pains, so he's like, I mean, I'm a... who can who can blame him? I yeah, right. So ah, those probably weren't corpses. <laughs> they probably weren't. Um, so yeah. then he, <laughs> so he ends up going like, <laughs> gonna so see she, how this plays out. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> what? In, what movie like the meatpacking district where the girl takes the kid to like the obviously abandoned haunted house for a bait. He's like, all right, yeah, I can get with this. It was like, oh, it's uh, uh, Jennifer's Psycho. body, I believe. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anywho, uh, so now she takes, so this guy is not, he's, he's no selling the fact that we're just going to be walking around in a slaughterhouse. And then she speaks, I don't know, growlick to this guy in the back of the slaughterhouse and once he says whatever ancient possessed tongue back to her uh they kick in the door and now they're in the basement where there's dancing going around she goes to start making out with one of the girls from tattoo and he's like hey why isn't anyone making out with me so then he's this, this like generic kicked out of him that plays that in this song it's stuck dude, in my I found, head i found a 10 minute version on YouTube. Like you will, <laughs> you will not driven your car so fast as you have to driving to that song. That song fucking rules. I miss like ambient techno music in movies sometimes. Like it's not something we get anymore. Hey, like it's not quite Sandstorm by Darude, but it's just like, it's wow. got all of the same pops and bangs. So anywho, uh, not the sprinkler system, but just the floor hoses. Unleash yeah. blood all over the place because the sprinklers wanna, are insane. I want to commend their uh, the vampires' attentions of fire safety. Yeah, they still like, not they just connecting the actual charged sprinkler system. Right, just hooking up a secondary system <laughs> to blood. Well, I feel like that ever, must have, that must have happened already. Ever gotten that uh, that water from the sprinkler system like 
had to deal with it at all. Oh yeah, it's horrendous, disgusting, disgusting. oily and shit with all the fire suppressant. It is fucking gross. There's there's other kinds. There's the shit. There's these uh, some sprinkler uh, systems that have this like chemical powder in them, and that's even worse. They don't even have. They're not even water fed. It's disgusting. Gross. I think they had those in Germany. Nice. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have said nice. Yeah. I said nice. There you go, dog. Too quick. Don't clip chimp oh. that. So no. now, nope. uh, <laughs> so anywho, uh, he's getting, I, I guess they're getting sprayed with human blood, cow blood. Um, I assume human blood. They seem to all really be enjoying well. it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they didn't establish think, like like interview with a vampire or whatever where you could have animal blood. I think this is human blood only. Right. So they 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 do all this and I guess cuz unlike in uh say from Dust Till Dawn when all of a sudden the titty twister turns into a vampire coven, uh they don't it's establish very similar to that scene. Actually. It is, but but like yeah. in in that scene like all of a sudden the vampires are getting down with everybody. This guy appears to be the only piece of human meat. In the entire room. Yeah, I did. I, I was. I did. I was kind of like it works better as like a, like a horror movie kind of setup if he's the only one. But it does seem kind of silly that they're like they'd only bring it's a, one. It's a big party just for one so, snack. So, so your problems right. with the movie are the logistics. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I mean I, but then again, no, like, like it's like it's like, it's like you go to, to a party, you bring a six like if, I, if I if I brought like a four pack of Oreos. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck are you even doing here? Why well, those vampires it? aren't as fat as us, to be fair. Oh, to be wait, fair. there's one coming up. Yeah. Oh, there's one. So, anyway, um, so this kid's getting the Christ kicked out of him, and uh, and and so he's crawling through the floor, and they're just kicking him in the ribs, and everybody's screaming and showing their teeth, and he comes across uh, the bespoke uh, black leather daddy, which is Blade, and the guy like scampers off to the side, then Blade starts blading the place up, and it rules. Because for the like most of this, like he's he is killing club goers, he is he's killing the gang members from Joker's gang from Tim Burton's original Batman movie. Uh, <laughs> just, I, I, I feel like Wesley Snipes invented fast karate in Western movies. Like this is like a big jump from like like you can tell he actually knows the stuff. Like, like I was gonna ask that question. Like he knows. Yeah, karate, yeah, he's like some right? kind of like super black belt, and he's married enough Asian women to have like absorbed it. Like he's throwing yeah. it around there, like he's cutting dudes apart. He's the really guy good. From, he's really yeah. good at it. Like, yeah, the fighting is really good in this movie. A lot of sword theatrics, I appreciate too. Mm-hmm. The guy from um, what was the TV show with the bunny? Donald Logue. Donald, Donald yeah, Logue. we brought him yeah. up so many times on the show. Yeah, what was that show called? Uh, uh, show? Grounded for life. Grounded for life. That's not the one with the rabbit, though, is it? What am no, I that was about? Greg the Bunny with Seth. I don't think he Green? was on that show. No, no, no. Uh, I'm thinking of Grounded for Life. Grounded for Life. Grounded for Life. I'm pretty sure co-starring Chris D'Elia, who is oh yeah, one yeah, of the worst yeah, a piece of shit. On yeah. yeah, he was on it. Also, I can't remember his brother on that show was uh, was an actor that we like. He was he's been in a ton of stuff, but he was in like The Departed. He was uh uh. Uh, Leo's brother that was in prison. Uh, that, I can't hmm. think of that guy. Oh he yeah, slow. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So anyway, Sorry. Uh, Blade blades everybody Donald to pieces. Everybody. Uh, and well, he, he the, makes... the like the the like staking effects, while cheesy, are a lot of fun. Like every so time. Stabbed... Yeah, and and they spend some money on Tracy Lords, and she gets got 
in the first scene. I thought she survived. I thought she was the femme fatale. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, is Kevin Corrigan? Is that the actor we're talking about? The guy that was in Pineapple Express and shit too? Yes, I think. Okay. So she gets got, everyone gets got Donald, whatever. Uh, he gets, uh, he gets parts of him. Well, he gets, he gets staked to the wall. Like what was that game? Uh, Alec, you play. Oh, uh, fear. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, he got, yeah, he got penetrated. Um, fucking penetrator. Are we going to, like, not address at all the fact that everybody just calls this guy Blade, like, with all seriousness? Like, that's I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> that it's just like, oh, no, it's Blade. But also, Gordon no one calls him by his... actor I was nope. talking about, Sean, by the way. I looked him up. Nobody calls him Eric. Yeah. Kevin Corkin was yeah. the actor I was talking about. Eric is a wild name for this guy. Yeah. Right when his when later on in the movie when his mom's like Eric it's like it's so funny because it was like blade 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 and it's just, I don't know it cracks me up. But I do so, what I do like about this movie and so few comic book movies do it. I like how Blade is already established. The vampires all yeah. know who he is. He's mm-hmm. a fucking you know he's the fucking well, he's been hunting them. Yeah, him him and him and Abraham Whistler have been hunting him across the country. Um, I know, but like I feel like a lesser movie. You know, this is his. It'd be the whole origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, what we saw his origin. He got cut out of his mom. Some, the only movie that does that well, I think, is The Crow. Honestly, but like, yeah. the, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. No, well, that they're all surprised. So, so yeah. is Eric Draven, and that's also an Eric. So that's fun. Um, Eric. So anyway, so now, uh, so they, so he burns dude to pieces, uh, and then he goes about blading things uh, because he's he's on the hunt for Deacon Frost. So they bring the smoldering corpse to the morgue because that's what you do. Uh, and a hematologist is like, let me look at his blood. And the other guy's it like, it is we very important dig- that there is a blood scientist in this movie for plot yeah. reasons. <laughs> There's a sexy blood doctor who was also in, I believe she was the lead in Alien versus Predator. Oh, um, shit. She's really? also a science person in that. Yeah, she befriends a predator, and I hate it. Um, so yeah. then. <laughs> that movie's so, terrible. So also she, written by David S. Goyer, if I remember correctly. More uh, David S. Goiter. So now he oh, uh, you don't you can't win them all. Can't win them all. So now uh, this he, uh, she takes some that, blood samples from this guy, and this other guy's like, we should date some more. And then the corpse <laughs> comes back and chews his neck to pieces, and then it also bites her. And then Blade shows Dude, up to finish laying it off. When, when Donald Logue probably throws her off a roof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's shit rocks. Yeah, and no one gives a fuck about her. Like when the cops show up, they just start opening fire on. I mean, that's really everything. I mean, fair. Don, when, but when Donald Logue comes back to life, that shit's terrifying. Like his like charred body and like like I what I I I mean I like a lot of things about this movie, but this movie is like violent. Like it's yeah. so violent. It's, all like, hard, it, hard, it's hard, like Marvel it, movies. It's also like be, I, I don't think it's intentional, but like it's got like John Carpenter like Big Trouble Little China vibes too with like yeah. some of the gore yeah. because the effect aren't quite there and yeah. like I'm sure this is meant to be disturbing but it's like also incredibly funny yeah, yeah it's agreed. a little it's a little goofy so <laughs> she gets bit in the neck blade extradites her via rooftop tossing uh they go <laughs> and Alex he right there he, he just fucking eats her <laughs> he sends her um lots of women get sent in this movie um so then they go back to blade base which is also where Robocop uh, rehabilitated himself by shooting Jars of uh, baby food with uh, Lewis. Baby food. Yeah. Uh, and you meet Abraham Whistler, played by outlaw 
country singer Chris Christopherson. Based communist Chris Christopherson. Also so, me and Bobby so, McGee. So, uh, Chris Christopherson rocks. Chris yeah. Christopherson rules. I'm not mad at Chris Christopherson. So, yeah, he's the man. Also had one of the greatest, like, when people were fucking booing Sinead O'Connor because she fucking stood up against the Catholic Church. Remember, he, yeah. like, came up to her and he's like, don't let the bastards get to you. It's like, fuck also, yeah, Also, dicked her down, so good on him. Hell good yeah. For- That's fact. And also, like, they were asking about, like, Vietnam and shit, and he came out pro-communist. So, like, Christmas yeah. since aces in my book, all the way around. Fucking rules. Yeah. He also managed to hide a full-blown 12-gauge shotgun in a strip light fixture somehow. So, shout out to Chris Christopherson. He has a shotgun that shoots through, like, destroys walls like fucking <laughs> Joe Pesci's gun and Johnny Dangerously. It shoots through schools. Um, so you meet him. And they start talking about stuff, but you don't get the lore dump you would have expected. Thank in this Christ. Good lore. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, so they, they treat the lady and they explain some stuff about vampires are real and your blood is like blah, 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 and here's your neck now. And her holes on her neck are very, very, very far apart. Um, And they're like, all right, you can go back to your apartment now. And they're like, all right, bet. And so she does. And then the cops show up, and the cop's like, hey, I'm just here to do a wellness check. Oh, by the way, I'm going to zap you. And then Blade just busts up her. Like, it was like the scene in Face Off where they're like, man, they're fucking my Oh, my house is getting fucked up. It's uh, Nick Cassavetes. There, it's like, funny though, cause there's a, there's a line where she's like, is all this necessary? It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I would like laugh my ass off cause I was thinking the same, cause he literally just like pop power bombing him through the, every table in her place. <laughs> Any vertical surface, his face just went onto or into. It looked like, like a finishing sequence from it, fucking it is, Mortal Kombat. Was anybody else a little distracted that it's like, oh yeah, this is still the 90s so they can talk to women like shit in the entire movie? Like, you fucking whore, what are you looking at, you skis? Like, <laughs> Yeah. This movie did not pass the Bechtel test. So, uh. And then he proceeds God, to beat. The what fuck is the out Bechtel test? The Bechtel test, if I'm saying it correctly, is when two women speak to each other in a movie, but they're not speaking about a man. Oh, nailed it. He's, he's correct. That's correct. Yeah, um, I know. I just said that. So, uh, well, Blade, in this movie, they do pass it, I believe, on a technicality because her and the mother talk about Blade. But he's technically not a man. He's a half-man. Ah, Fair enough. So mm. It's a half a Bechtel. Uh, You're going to have to go to Gene Sterator for the ruling. <laughs> so now, uh, so, so now they use, so they figure out that the cop is running blood for. Uh, well, real quick. They, yeah. So Blade beats the shit out of this cop in the girl's apartment. So you're like, okay. But then he proceeds to drag him all the way outside. In the middle of the day, people are just walking around, and Blade's just beating the fuck out of this cop. He is bouncing his head off of the trunk of right. his car. <laughs> I, the guys in the police uniform are on strike, because the last time <laughs> a, a dude named Eric wild out in public like that, it did not go uh, well for him. And, yeah. like... Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't do it. But, nah. uh, like, there's a scene later I, I'm sure we'll get to, but, like, I texted the boys. I was like, the most unbelievable thing about this movie is there's a black dude at Gumby just airing out the park with a pistol and no yeah. cops show up. Yeah, well, in this scene, he ends the scene. The, the, the cop that got the shit kicked out of him runs away, and Blade, like, pulls his gun and is ready to shoot him again in the middle of the day. Well, the hematologist <laughs> stops him, and then you get the most genuine reaction from Wesley Stott's like, what the fuck are you doing? or whatever. Is, Guys, is, is Blade's machine pistol based on any kind of actual gun or is this just like so, a bullshit movie gun? 
So I looked it up because oh. that's what I do. It is a yeah. Mac, it's a Mac 11. Oh. oh. So it's a modified Mac 11, yeah. It's just like, wow. it's got a big old body on it. Cause I was, I went to the internet firearms database. I was like, what is Blade's pistol? And lo and behold. Is that like the internet movie database? Is that as easy it to is. navigate? It's just, it's just for, yeah, you can look up a movie and you'll tell you all the guns in the movie. That's cool. That's there pretty cool. So you can um, buy one of those? I mean, you can't, it's very hard to buy a Mac 11, but yes. I probably could. I mean, oh, yeah. I got 11 Mac 11s, about 838s, 99s. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anywho, yeah, he shoots the dude, dude runs away, and now they're in stakeout mode. They got Pringles and pizza, and they're just watching the police car, and then dude comes back, and then we have a speed ramp car chase scene. Uh, and, and they take dude back down and beat, they beat his, Oh no! What did, what happens next? They chase him. He goes to report to Deacon Frost. By the way, Deacon Frost is doing his own thing on the side. We haven't even talked about Deacon Frost. Deacon Frost, played by not Christian Slater, played by <laughs> Stephen Dorff. Uh, he's over here trying to upset vampire norms. He's, he's really putting a thumb in the eye of Udu Kier. He's out here trying to make Lamagra come back. He's he's using his Zune to translate millennium <laughs> old texts, like because these texts. No. Dude, that shit cracked me up because Udo Kier comes down. He's like, "It's ancient text. Nobody can read it." And then, like later on, the movie Whistler's next to him. The computer's like, "Here's the there's words right. on the screen saying exactly what it needs to say." And then the later can Udo see Kier, or like Whistler gets a little sheet of it and he reads it immediately. <laughs> Dude, that cracked me up when he's like, Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Fucking Chris Christopherson got the entire. It's like I don't know something. It's written in blood. Something about the blood of the twelve. Bring it back. The blood god. He read that off of like like. There couldn't have been one complete sentence. Also, one thousand percent the plot of that apocalypse storyline in X Men where he has to get the twelve mutants together to make the mutant god like it is like lifted wholesale. And you know David Goyer probably read a bunch of X Men shit because he also wrote that movie. Yeah. So anywho, um, so that's happening. Also, can can uh, we talk about uh the, the the funniest line for me in the movie where Udo Kier comes to fucking get in Seamdorf's ass and he's like, "Hey man, it's a library. You don't have to yell." Yeah. 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 So um, so Deacon Frost wants to take over all of the humans because the rest of the vampires had gone soft, but he wasn't born a vampire, and everybody else is just you know a soft boy or lady. How- how Steve, how Deacon Frost, because they make such a big deal about him not being a pureblood, how he got into this position of power to begin with, I don't understand, but. I mean, he must have climbed the vampire. I, I assume it's like, guy. it's like a, a Frank White type situation, like, he oh, wasn't born into it, but he just kind of like, you know, he aligned he's himself really with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's super good at vampiring, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's setting up blood raves. Um, so, anywho, uh, this cop's like, yo, Frost, I ran into Blade. What's going on? And then Frost just eats his neck to pieces. Uh, and they're like, all right, well, we better go fuck some shit up now. Oh, wait. Oh, by the way, we need to summon Lamagra. Oh, by the way, we need 12 pure bloods and we need a daywalker. Oh, convenient. We have a daywalker. His name is Blade. Oh, by the way, it's going to require this temple that we all just happened to be at that we all forgot about. I, I, yeah. I know this is probably a stupid question to ask, being that this movie has like the loosest of plots. But like, how often does this like in, this uh, like in utero uh, bite <laughs> thing happen to create daywalkers? Like, does this happen a lot? Because it feels like I know that, that there's some vague mention of a prophecy, 
But right. like, are there enough daywalkers around that that would have made it into the fucking lore or what's going on? So here's the deal, right? Like, if you needed to make daywalkers, you just got to start biting pregnant ladies. Yeah. But do they Seems do like that? I think they must have figured it out. Oh, okay. Because they, they kept Blade's mom, so they must know that he was in utero bitten and became the daywalker. Oh, I thought but he just kept her for fucking. He is hot. I thought it was happening. He to is. Him. Oh, well. he's so hot that I feel like maybe I'm the only one that read that her meeting with her son is incredibly like sexual. Oh, <laughs> like, I feel like, that's the only way you can read it. Okay, it's good. Like, practically, like, I was getting worried. Him. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly horny. It's fucking oh. weird. I, I don't understand. Like I that whole those two scenes that with her, him and his mom, it's like, what even is this? Like she's yeah, like vampires. stroking his chest and like, yeah, vampires are just too horny. Too I mean, that's like the key and peel. Why are y'all doing that? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the the so, hot chick from uh, those phone commercials is in that in that sketch. Yeah. With her big old cans. Yeah. So they find the they find the vampire archives. They find the big fat vampire and they torture that vampire with a <laughs> UV light. Uh, and it's sort of supposed to be played for laughs, but it's kind of just tragic and sad. Um, also, the. Hematologist how did they get that up. fat? If they can only drink blood, how the hell did they get that fat? That fat, 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 blood. Of blood. fat blood. Fat blood. Can, can, they, can they not blood. eat? Is that stated well, in the in movie? Some vampire lore. I like, said in this movie, it has to be yeah. in the movie for it to count. I think they never they can't. They, they, they were showing them. They were. They were like drinking. Uh, okay. They like, didn't really. Like, they they were definitely smoking. Party. They were like drinking booze. I believe. Well, then I guess they can imbibe regular food and drink. So yeah, there you go. It's not well, like what we do in the shadows where they vomit <laughs> blood. <laughs> I had it. He had a chip. The vomiting and what we do in the shadows is so funny. Vampire universe. Yeah, Everyone is really good. Well, well, that's also like in this universe, like. Blade oh, yeah, is in, yeah. Blade is in. That's what right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wesley Snipes has really bad. Wesley Snipes has really bad internet. In the yeah. <laughs> what are you all talking about? I keep going in and out. Fix your internet, Wesley. Jeez. Also, I mean, like, based, I feel like based on, based on that show, like every vampire show and movie is all in the same canon. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Swinton. Or uh, True Blood. Damn, Alex, you gotta watch that movie. The fucking um, Only, Only Lovers, Lovers Left Alive. I think you would like it. With her and Tom Hiddleston. Oh, what's the? She just had another movie come out with her and uh, what's his name? Idris Elba, where he's like a vampire or something. Hmm. Is it Blackula? Like, is it a reboot? Oh no! no. You're thinking of that? Are you thinking of that one where he's a genie? Oh, maybe that's it. He's a genie. It's like a yeah, it's called like a thousand years of some. It's the uh, George Miller. I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. Anyway, continue, guys. So anyway, they escape the archives and like Whistler blows up a wall in a basement using a truck or a motorcycle or who knows what. Uh, and the, like they escape from the the Joker gang plus uh the that other cat. Oh, keeps is, getting is this parts is this the part? Where um uh, Donald Logue has blade sword and it has that weird fucking wind up mechanism that fucking pops yeah. up blows his hand to shit because well, that's blows the guy's, yeah, blows the, no blows the other guy's hand to shit because he's mocking him about the pig sticker and then oh yeah then yeah, they, yeah then they then then they they drop a satchel charge in there and they blow that all to fucking back and then they uh, rub dude's face against the subway and then uh 
and and Abraham Whistler escapes through the sewers because that's just what he do. Um, and then we're all going to reconvene and what have you. Uh, so it's a lot of this. There's a lot of these fights, retreat, fight, retreat, fight, retreat. Um, we find out some more lore. We find out how Abraham Whistler's family got eaten. Uh, we find out, uh, that this blood scientist wants to stick around and not become a vampire. She's got like two days left because the, the garlic they injected into her eyeballs didn't knock all the vampire blood out. So she's like, Hey, I got this stuff. It's an anticoagulant. And it turns uh, vampire blood into a Semtex. And so they did that, uh, and stuff went explodey. So they, all right, I'll make you some, some darts of that. Cool. That'll be useful. So, uh, then Blade goes off to do some more blading things, uh, and Whistler and Girl are hanging out. And then, uh, meanwhile, uh, Steven Dorf is with, uh, he takes the, one of the pure bloods out for a, a stroll on a jetty. And even though he's just wearing biker gear, and I guess like zinc oxide, that's all vampires need to li- really live in the sun. <laughs> Excuse me. Then Uduk here explodes when he sees the sunrise, and uh, it's violent and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. When Uduk here explodes, it looks awesome. It looks pretty dope. It's right up there with like you know, it's like when the dude's melting at the end of Raiders. There are um, a lot of bodies exploding in this movie, like way more than I re- remember. So many people explode in like gross, gross ways. Um, yeah. So then Blade's getting distracted by Steven Dorf in the real world, and he tosses a young Asian girl through a shopping cart and almost gets hit by a bus. And meanwhile, uh, the rest of the vampire boys start rounding up Whistler and the girl, uh, and then they just they just do a number on his ass, and then they take her away. And then they lure Blade to a trap because they need Blade's blood to make the the Death Tower work. Uh, so now we're all we're all back in the Death Tower where we meet Blade's mom, and she's been here the whole time. And we're gonna lock <laughs> him in this standing casket with knives on his wrists, and we're gonna bleed him out, uh, and then drip blood onto both onto all of the twelve pure bloods, even though one of them gets one of them died. died. Which right, I like, thought, which they're I thought very explicit, like, we thing. need all 12 of you. Yeah. And that woman just guts that dude and turns him into dust. I'm like, well. But turns out it didn't make it. I thought maybe, you know, I thought maybe because it was, like, not all the way powered, that would be why he would, would weaken no, him. Yeah. They don't even reference it at all. No, who cares? I know the movie yeah, doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> also, so one he, of these vampires looks just like Orson Welles, like, pre-Touch of Evil, which made me laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, also, also for some reason, the the hematologist's uh, would be boyfriend who got bit in the beginning of the movie is being kept in like the dusty basement of this place. Like, like for some reason, in well, the rancor a, pit, they just there's throw like a her drop down line there. before she gets thrown down there, where he said that they turned him, but like he didn't turn right, so he turned into like a zombie, and so that's why they they thought it was just funny to keep him down there. Oh well, that's fun. Well, he's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she escapes that, and then she's off doing whatever. But meanwhile, Blade's getting milked, um, and uh, Stephen Dorff gets all the purebloods' uh, souls explode, and Stephen Dorff is attacked by a swarm of gargoyles. And then next thing you know, he's La Magra. That's right. It just means lean in Spanish, if I understand correctly. Um, then, so uh, the mom and the lady... Get into a fight, and that how that's how Blade gets released, right? Like she she does the mom yeah. in, right? Or does she did she just get Blade? Really, does Blade do him? Do him? I just watched this, and I can't recall who does, uh, does the mom. She she stabs Blade. the mom with a bone, which makes no sense. 
Nice. But, but Blade that, finishes her off. Right? <laughs> no, um, I'm pretty sure it was the vampirolo- the bloodologist. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was the hematologist. No, Blade, because um, Blade has that whole fun thing where he's like, I must, she's like, I'm your mother, and he's like, I yeah, must he, release you. Yeah, he stabs her uh, or whatever. That's right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But he then gives she her the lets, old saving private Ryan. But then she gives up her neck to Blade, and Blade sucks her almost dry, and now he's full of hematologist blood. Uh, so he goes downstairs, and we that's get to That's the smartest have, blood. It is. Uh, it's the blood that knows the blood. So he rolls downstairs and he starts having one of those mortal if Kombat If I were fight. blood, what would I do? <laughs> Sorry. Probably bleed. Um, so uh, they have one of those Mortal Kombat fight stages where you just keep getting punched through There's walls. Like and fucking rules. It's great. There's fighting on fighting. On fighting. It, Dude, it they are just in, r- ruining their swords, by the way. Oh my it ends God. in the funniest way possible, though, with Steven Dwarf literally doing like a fucking cat's at him. He like jumps up and he's like, he's, he's like poised to oh, strike. That's, he looks, dude, that's the fucking Trinity jump in the Matrix. Like she does that. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it's not shot from that angle, so it doesn't look as, uh, no, it looks goofy as fuck, but that's <laughs> yeah, the move, yeah. Is this the, wait, which fight scene does he do a full blown German suplex? Uh, or is it a that's German, in the next the one, movie. No, wait, which one's the one where you, what's the one where you hold him straight up? Next to you, and then you drop. That's like, a like, like, He does one in this movie. Okay. Doesn't matter. Anyway, they fight. At some point, he made two, like, ninjas explode with the hematologist, like, special goop. Um, and then, so now he's fighting Lamagra, heads up, and he slices off Steven Dorf's arm, and it just turns into more blood arm. And then, God, that Steven effect, Dorf, that effect with his like arm regenerates looks so bad. It looks like no, more, man. It's so it's awesome. So... It's when he gets ripped in half, and like his blood grabs <laughs> and sticks it back together. Woo! Like he's just made of. He has no bones. He's like Twinkie the Kid. Like he's just or made like of from Futurama. <laughs> I do yeah, have it, looked like, it looked like that effect in fucking Venom when Venom like sticks no, out of no. Eddie and it talks to him. Like, yeah. <laughs> so he gets dark. That movie also rules. But he stitches sure. himself back together, and then he says, "My turn." And then they have a little more fight about knock around. And then Blade's like, "I'm gonna hit him with the anticoagulant," and then he does, and he explodes. Oh, hang on. And well, his 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 sword gimmick comes back into play. It's like check off sword exploding thing because he has to throw it up in the wall to get it to knock the shit back down to him. To it, Steve Dorf says, "Nice shot." Um, yeah. And <laughs> I don't. Well, here's the thing. I we had a text about this because oh. I think you could make a supercut of every time we've said the term Stephen Dorf blood Dorf tornado. Blood tornado. Yeah. Human blood tornado Stephen Dorf. Does not happen and in the film. I watched I I had to rewind. I was like I couldn't have possibly missed it. Did I like I just <laughs> I was like there is no I thought it was what I thought it was a Mandela effect, Mandela effect yeah. or whatever. We just have a collective hallucination of what's real and thank the maker the fucking TJ is like, nope, it was an alternate ending where he turns but into it, a full-blown blood tornado. Like I said in the text thread, like, back then, like, we were all probably watching every fucking oh, yeah, special let's feature watch the, on the... the director's commentary for fucking Milk Money, like, which right, is definitely yeah, a thing exactly. that I never so did. We, we probably <laughs> all watched the fucking dir- the, the, the DVD special Well, apparently, they, that alternate ending where Steven Dorff wins, they're supposed to spin that off, like into a, like a reboot of it where, like the, where he becomes the blood god and all this shit and Steven Dorff's gonna come back, all the stuff before that Marvel got the rights back. Oh, weird. 
That also, like, sick, can we man. talk about how incredibly awesome it is where Blade takes the last vial, throws it up in the air, and then kicks it into Steven Dorff's eye? Yeah, 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 yeah his yeah, forehead. Well, earlier, it seems like the worst idea for like <laughs> getting a getting it intact into his brain. Oh yeah. Earlier in the movie, I think he like harpoons Donald Logue, and he does like the yes, he does the McCulloch Culkin yes, like, he does the Home Alone so yes. It's so fucking awesome. There, there are things really more dangerous than vampires. Like what? Like me? Like that's an actual line in the movie. <laughs> it's also how the uh, Blade by uh, is it Mystical starts, and it's that sounds a banger. Edge of the Blade by Mystical. Yeah. Strong recommend. Alec, you were saying. Um. I like uh, Stephen Dorff and Donald Logue's relationship. Yeah, um, cool. it's like it's like big brother, little brother. But like towards the end, he's like, "Hold your hand out," because he's gonna fake cut his <laughs> hand off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Seriously, again?" He's like, "Nah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then at the very, very end, Donald Logue's like, "We're gonna be gods," and Stephen Dorff just kind of looks at him like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah. We yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> we're, we're yeah. gonna be gods. I do have, I do have a question. What their grand plan is? Because like oh, no. he was gonna he was gonna be like the blood god that overtakes the world and turns everybody right. Like he wants all. It's like if then everyone's no food, special, no, no one's no, special. They, they, there's no food supply, right? Like, isn't this a yeah, botch? Go, go see the movie Daybreakers or whatever that movie was yeah, called. Shant. I saw it in the theater. That was in the I house. think we did watch yeah. it, didn't was that no, we have not I think we've all seen it. Is that the we one with Willem Dafoe? Yeah. yeah. And Ethan Sam, Hawk. Sam Neill. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. But I've it's not very sucks. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good premise. I didn't get that mixed up with movie. I didn't get that mixed up with Ultraviolet, because that's also vampire based, if I remember that correctly. That movie also sucks, it but it's a lot of fun. Were they not called vampires? They're called like hemophages or something? Yeah, the hemophage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the blood chinois, <laughs> the blood chinois, which literally just that. means the blood Chinese, <laughs> which is awesome. Oh, so anyway, uh, they blow up Stephen Dorff, and then Karen, the the hematologist, is like I'll help you bleed, and then they go to Moscow and fight more. Yeah, vampires. and then hang on, hang on. This is where my favorite line in the movie happens. I I, I wrote it down. Hang on, it is said. Buy a reliable enterprise hard drive from serverparts.com. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this movie rules because it presupposes that uh, communism never ended in the Soviet Union because he definitely says, like, how are you doing, comrade? Yeah, love it. That's good times. And that's that's the movie. Which is weird because the second one, I think, is in Romania, not Russia, right? Is there an explanation? As to, well, we'll find out when we watch it, but never mind. Find out. Uh, Alec, um, was the techno music your favorite aspect of this film? Uh, what about no. the science? Techno, the techno music was pretty great, though. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> what about uh, the blood my, science? My favorite uh, part of the movie was... Uh, Wesley Snipes' incredulous line delivery. <laughs> <laughs> what about when he just mouths, what the fuck? What yeah, the fuck? yeah, I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> it's so, he, he's so bad, but it's so good. Yeah. And like, it's perfect for this movie. Like, oh. the way he delivers everything and the way he's, like, mush-mouthing it because he has these fucking vampire teeth <laughs> prosthetics. <Yeah. laughs> It's like a kid with this fake vampire teeth at Halloween trying to talk. I mean, but they fucking, were just like, you can take him out, man. 
Like, you're not bearing no. your teeth every well, scene. Well, you heard the story of Pat Oswald told her how he insists on being called Blade on the set of the films. Like, he was that deep into it. Oh, wow. You know, and was it the second one or the third one? He refused to either close his eyes or open his eyes for a scene where he's supposed to be just laying there. And they see the third one, I think, and they yeah. CGI'd. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, the, 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 I guess, famous, uh, motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. You know, he ad libbed that, and nobody under, like, nobody was, everybody had to be like, what the fuck does that even mean? And, like, it's how like, yeah, we keep in that. Ice, how would you even lay the ice on the hill? Oh, it's a big like, Yeah. It stuck with me forever. He's very so committed perfect. to it. Yeah. Because, like, it's like he's, at the same time, he's, like, grossly out of character, but it works so well. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah, I, because there's I, nothing I in, like, the, the like the body of his dialogue that's, like, quippy, but, like, whenever he's by himself, he quips, which is weird, like, but it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, anything, let's see. Anything else we're going to talk about before we get into five knuckle shuffles? This movie's so much fucking fun, man. Like, I know we said it before, but it is, like, exactly like a canon movie with a decent budget. Like, it's so, like... Oh, I'll wait till I get to my score in my... All right. Anything else, guys? Five knuckle shuffles. And Sean. Uh, It's like a nine for me, man. Like, this movie's a fucking blast. Like, I wish... And maybe it's just because it's first out of the gate, but it makes you wish, like, comic book movies tried more shit or were, like, a little bit jankier, because comics are janky. Like, it's not super respectful to the source material, which is totally fine, because Deacon Frost is some old, like, Hogliostro-type also, guy I didn't know in the Mar- comics. I didn't know Marv Wolfman was a co-creator on Blade. I had no idea, actually. Perhaps I think Wolfman. Yeah, I think I think weirdly, Marv Wolfman was involved with all those Werewolf by Night and Tomb of Dracula and all that shit. Him and like oh. Gene Colan. Uh, no, yeah, I knew Gene Colan was involved, but I didn't know that. I, I always I always associate Marv Wolfman with DC, you know, like Teen Titans yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Anyway, but he, he's fucking walking around with a sword and a scabbard on his back, like with that crazy <laughs> ass fucking. Like half Daylaw Gumby shit he's got going on. Like he catches his sunglasses, but like I, a couple people have made the point. Like the scenes don't really go together. They're just kind Not of like all. haphazardly <laughs> assembled in a linear fashion. Like it's like you know, there's so much like we're going here and then we're coming back and then we're we gain a little bit of ground, and then we go back and we've got this blood ritual computer thing and like who gives a fuck? But like it's it like they Go ahead. They they were storing those tomes in fucking Lucite and, like, traveling them around, and they just didn't get them translated. Like you said, like, nobody nobody can read it, but everybody can read it, and even the computer, which, I don't know how the fuck, like, we're talking about a computer in 1997. I don't know how the fuck that did anything. I I love the idea that these are, like, an ancient race of vampires, and they're just like, yeah, you can't read them. Like, they didn't bother to try, like, you know what I mean? They didn't attempt it. The, the vampires are all like fourth generation, fourth generation Puerto Ricans from New Jersey. It's like they're aware of Spanish, but none of them can read it or speak it. <laughs> well, I mean, like you have like like people, current people that study nothing in, in they they study antiquity. You know, they they, they yeah. read stuff. And the vampires are like, eh, never mind. Well, they're too busy fucking dog. Have you seen how they get down? Yeah. I mean, that's fair too. I mean, respect to that. They're probably like the fat dude in the library is supposed to read all this shit. Like, but you got too fat to read. I don't know. Man, like, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> too fat to read. The DJ Sandball story. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
it's just fun, man. It's like, oh yeah, movies can be fun, and they don't like. I I guess the only my only question would be like, is this movie intentionally not taking itself seriously, or is it just so janky that like it feels unserious, but they're really committing to it? Because Wesley Snipes is definitely committing to it. I don't know if everybody else is aware of what movie they're in. Oh, but I he's think, not. I think that's. This I think was, it's why it works because it's very sincere. Like yeah, earnest. This, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is not. It's jank is 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 its own. It's, yeah, I love this movie, man. Like I, I forgot how much fun this was. I haven't seen. I've seen the second and third one. I feel like way more. Uh, definitely the second one. But like this movie's a blast, man. Like I, I can't imagine anybody like just flat out not liking this movie unless there's some kind of weird contrarian hipster or something. But uh. On that That's note, all so TJ. No, I'm going to give it to Alec. Um, I'm going to give it a weird constrained hipster, Alec. Alec. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a one. Oh no, no, it's a. I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Hell yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's fun. It is way too long. When I saw this top did it two hours, I was like, what the fuck? Is it two, two hours? hours it is. It's like two hours movie, like I, on the dot. Yeah, I thought this movie was going to be like an hour and a half. I really didn't expect yeah. it to be two hours long. Well, they had like, to do all the lore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the shit is this? It doesn't really, like, it didn't feel like it. Like, it was two hours. Like, it wasn't like I was dying for it to get moving. But there were also part. It's hard to describe. Hard to explain. Yeah. There were also definitely parts where I was like, this didn't need to be in here. But it also didn't drag either. Like, I don't know. Well, I, I think it's, it's like it's because it's it's so, like, fucking incongruent. It doesn't really get yeah. boring because it's not, it's not, the, the shit doesn't, the scenes don't go on long enough. There's just too many of them. Yeah, I mean. That's, that's a good way true. to put it. <laughs> I mean, there's, how many scenes are there of him, her, and Whistler in the garage talking about the blood yeah. serums? Or women like, kissing. At least, at least three or four. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, uh, it's fun. I love techno music. Like, hell yeah. I love raves. Yeah. It's like my second, <laughs> my second, uh, <laughs> second highest rated kind of party in a meat locker I would go to as a rave. Um, it's first? Uh, you don't want to know. Okay. Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> Two things Alec loves, the Baltimore Ravens and Caterpillar by DJ Kiyoki. Hell yeah. Great song. Um, yeah, Wesley Snipes is, like, this is, this is the perfect Wesley Snipes movie. Like, this is what he needs to do. Not like the, like, serious stuff like Passenger 57 and things like that. He's or too long ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> on the ridiculous side. But was, in what way? Uh, it's a rising sun. The, yeah, that, that movie. sucks. <laughs> I remember liking that movie. That's, what that's a Michael Sean Crichton Connery, thing, right? No, that's Black Rain with Michael Douglas, but also takes place in Japan. Or is bo- yeah, are both of them Michael Crichton? Oh, it might be. No, you're thinking of uh, Jurassic Park. No, <laughs> uh, I was trying to. The fear. I lost it. I lost the joke. Congo. <laughs> Congo. That's Michael Crichton. That that's uh, definitely it, Andromeda Strange. Amy's good yeah. gorilla. Sphere. Um, Sphere's a good one. They're making another Jurassic World movie. 
Oh, well, then people keep seeing them. So you know, well, I saw a thing on TikTok the other day, and it was like TikTok has this new trend where they pull things from Reddit, and people just like it's basically just like Reddit like quote link or link trees. Yeah, yeah. And the ones like has any movie ever made so much money and left less of a cultural impact than cool. the Jurassic World movies? <laughs> like yeah. each one makes like two billion dollars. And nobody yeah. ever even like remembers them or has any idea what happened to yeah, them. Yeah, there's, like, there's, you're right. There's not them. even like the the anti fan community like with the Star Wars yeah. movies. It's no just one like cares. they just come and go. Yeah, yeah. But every time they come out, they make billions of dollars. It's nuts. That like I think they're comparing it to Avatar, like movies that set records leave zero oh, cultural yeah, impact at all. I already forgot that there was a sequel to Avatar. Yeah, the second it just one came like, out what a year ago? I don't less even than know. a year ago, or right around a year ago. I, I I haven't seen it, and I shan't see it. I don't have any interest in it. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, TJ, uh, it's a nine. I, I love this movie. It's so much fun. It's so stupid, and like I again, I, Sean's comparison to Canon is exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it's just so. I agree with you, Alec. It is like overlong and it's, it's a collection of the dumbest scenes like ever, but like it's, it's overwhelming stupidity is like so charming to me because I guess they just don't make movies like this anymore. Like where it's just like, I don't know. There's like, yeah, they didn't sand off any of the rough edges. (laughs) They're all there. Like exactly. That's it. They just, they just put this together and they're like, fuck it. This is a dumbass action movie. And like my, you know, my 17 year old brain just reignites watching this movie. Like it's so dumb. The plot makes absolutely no sense. The villains are underdeveloped. Like Blade is, is like, I don't know what Blade is as a character, but he's great. The karate is great. The fucking awful special effects make it even better. And like the headaches, actually some of the effects aren't bad. Like when, um, when those two assassins get their heads exploded in the hallway, I actually thought that effect looked pretty cool. Yeah, I don't um, hate it when the fucking the gargoyles pop out of the people either like that. Yeah. Oh well, God! Did this, it's, did this movie not get a video game? Because it seems like it'd be very video it did. game. The first one and the second one both got video games. Did they? Okay. Yeah. I don't. But believe not the third one, good. the best one of the three. <laughs> no, they just got a board game. Hannibal <laughs> King and Whistler's Daughter. Uh, I, I read some interview where apparently Blade 3 was supposed to be, like, completely different. It was supposed to be, like, a post-apocalyptic movie that sounded, like, kind of interesting, but then the studio intervened and all this. But anyway. But then Ryan Reynolds got in there and said, cock juggling thunder cunt, and they're like, print it. Yeah, right. Oh, God. Anyway, it's a nine. I love this movie. It's a, it's a blast. I'm glad I got to watch it again. It was, it was a lot of fun. Again, like, this is... I, I I always get kind of irritated with the when people are like, oh, it's a movie you just turn your brain off and watch it. But this is really is this is a movie like turn your brain off. It's fun. Well, you don't turn your brain off. The movie shuts your brain down. It's like we got it from here, man. Like just go ahead and chill out. <laughs> just relax. You need a, you need a break, bud. So yeah, it's it's a nine for me, dog. Um, senior Gogs. Uh yeah, it's also gonna be a nine for me. Like I can't not like this movie that much. It's uh. It's stupid as hell, and it just keeps going. Like, it puts its foot on the gas. There are some... There are a bunch of scenes here, like, why and why now? But I work through it just because of all the scenes where uh, Blade is cutting, kicking, shooting, 
or glaving through vampires. Uh, and what I, this movie has that like, that charm of like henchmen thinking they have a chance at killing this guy, even though they've watched like 40 guys just die right in front of them. Like, but they like, definitely do I'm, the let's, let's attack one at a time move too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you literally just watched. Everyone you know, everyone that was in your recruitment class, the guys that were in training with you and the, like, saw the videos, like people that you may have become friends with, like you just watch them all just get turned to literal dust. Like, Can you imagine if that like in, in your office, if some dude showed up there and all your coworkers just like singularly rushed him and you're like, yeah, I'm going to pass. Like, I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm good, fam. Like, we're cool. I'm here. going back like, to the I'm going back to the vampire sex party. I, I don't yeah. you know, I don't I don't need this. Has, like, like, like the Tim Burton Batman movie. Like, it's just you get to watch waves of just guys in black. Uh, leather jackets and black uh, stocking caps and sunglasses just get dismantled, uh, and it's lovely. Uh, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, Deacon Frost, uh, Stephen Dwarf, Human Blood Tornado. Uh, I feel like he got done dirty. I feel like he's a better actor than this world gives him credit for. He's fun in this movie. Like he's a fun yeah. bad guy. Um, he's charismatic. He is doing a Christian Slater the whole time, but I love Christian Slater, so it works. Same. Um, what did you give it? I'm sorry. I give it a nine. Hell yeah. It's a ton of fun. Like, I can't, like, I, objectively, I know this movie's, like, not good, but, like, it's, it, it, it just feeds right into my dumb ape brain. <laughs> Since like, when is a movie being good affected our ratings? Right. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, like, you the winged serpent. Oh, just everyone! Hey, it's a ton of fun. I don't care. It's this twelve hundred horsepower is stupid as fuck, and I am here for it. So, are we? Are we doing it? Is Sean's pick next? Are we just gonna go ahead and do it? Let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, next Blade, week. Blade. Next week is it's gonna be it's gonna be. I think Gogs is gonna come around. Gogs, you have had not again. Very well, could I? I, I don't. You have you had a weird vendetta against Blade Two for years, and I've never understood it. I Blade Two, and maybe I'll be, maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. I remember loving Blade Two. It's got Look. it's a uh, Guillermo del Toro. It's got like a weird like wrestling fight. They got the vampires that like their fucking whole faces explode. They got shit. CGI ninjas. They got Donnie yeah. Yen. It's dumber will, than fuck. Is that Triple and H? it's loud. No, it's no, a third Triple one. Triple H is in a third now. I think Jimmy Hart is in the second one though, if I recall. But we do have Ron I'm, Perlman, and I do love Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman's in it. Yeah. Aren't they in the, the Blood Pack? Blood Pack? The blood. Yeah. Wait, isn't what's his name from? Uh, They're the Western uh, uh, cell of the Blood Chain Wall. Isn't a Except for Donnie Yen, who one? is also Blood Chima. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He plays somebody uh, named like Skank or something. It's like fucking no, Crow. Skank's dead. Skank's <laughs> dead. All right. So next week, Blade Two. Um, Maybe I'll love it. What if I love I, it? I, I, I'm interested. I, I hope I'm, you do. What if I you love it? We're like, oh, it's not good. I, I <laughs> hope I do because I don't like watching movies that I hate. Like I don't enjoy it. I think I think I don't know. I, I, I'm interested I, in I, revisiting it. I, I feel like I'm pot committed to this movie being good because I've been telling him since I've known him the Blade Two is better than the first one. I just remember, I just remember the like the crazy like re- literal like wrestling fights that are in Blade yeah. Two. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Anyway, that's the show. I'm starving. We ran it. We had a long one today. So yeah. Okay, Um, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Keep it 100.
Goodbye. Yep, keep it 100. Keep it a band.